Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today's episode is super fun. I asked my beautiful friend, Jessica Jovanovic, to come and join me and chat all about manifestation. Jessica is the founder of Best Life Coaching, an international mindset and manifestation coach, top network marketer, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. She specializes in helping individuals move from limitation to possibility and consciously create the life and business of their dreams. We chat all about the different forms of manifestation and the way that you can utilize it to create your best life and understand the most challenging parts of it, like surrender and non-attachment and really getting super clear on what you're asking the universe to provide. I loved our conversation, so make sure you go check it out, her new podcast called Manifest Your Best Life, which is brand new and coming out this week. So come and join me as we chat all about manifestation. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Chatting about all things manifestation is some of my favorite things to do. My friends know this, my business clients know this. And so I've invited my beautiful friend, Jessica Jovanovich, to come and join me on the podcast because she's also launching a podcast really soon all about how to manifest your best life. And I'm super excited to have her on the podcast today. So welcome, Jessica. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And yes, what a fun conversation. Who doesn't love chatting about manifestation? Right? <laughs> I think it's one of those things that feels like in some in some circles, it's a little bit taboo. In other, in other areas, it's like this most fun thing to talk about and everyone loves it because we're really on good vibes and energy and all of that type of thing. But I would love to know, what's your favorite thing about manifestation? You know, I agree with that because that it can be kind of taboo because how I grew up, it was pretty taboo. And so what I love about manifestation is when people understand what it actually is, it's way less taboo, way less woo-woo. It's just creating your life, which we're already doing. And so my favorite part about it is the empowerment that comes when you understand manifestation. So then you can begin to intentionally create your life and move it in the direction you want versus default fault and reaction. Oh, so true. So true. I find that we are, unless we're intentionally creating that, we're literally just in reactionary mode, right? Like Mm -hmm. we literally just, well, these things happen outside of myself in my world and I react to them rather than thinking, well, I actually get to create my own world. I'm in control here. What do I want and how do I want to live? Totally. Did you grow up with it as like a common part of your life? Not really. So I have a Catholic background. So religious background, but I like, I remember tapping into like reading or like witchcraft books and all of that sort of thing when I was in my teenage years. And that was super taboo because obviously Catholic family. So kept it super secret and would have like, like not seances, but have like nights with my friends or we'd like candles and, and write spells and all this sort of thing. And so much of that, which I've always found fascinating is like so much of that is manifestation is like getting really clear on what it is that you want, but also utilizing your energy and asking the universe for what you want. And I was so fascinated that when I later in life came back to manifestation and, you know, the secret and lots of like 
Abraham Hicks and all these different forms of manifestational um, role models that are out here in the world, I guess it really highlighted to me that, hang on a minute, I've been doing this for years. <laughs> right, right. So weird, isn't it? <laughs> well, and that's just it. It's like, when people learn about it, they're like, oh, that really cool thing that happened in my life. Like I had vision. Oh, I had clarity. Oh, I had intention. My energy was a match. And you can kind of look backwards and piece it together. But yeah, it's like that, that ability to co-create. And so when you're talking about the spell books or things like that, it's just like, no, there's, there's something bigger than just us. That is so fun. Yeah. Same, same for me. I grew up in a conservative religion. So it, it felt very taboo. It wasn't even a word that I really knew about until I went to college and it kind of happened just gradually where I would, it was a book, change almost anything in 21 days. And I'm like, hmm. And it had little elements of manifestation in it and directing your thoughts and directing the direction of your life versus just reacting. And so that, that started, I never got into spell books or, you know, non-seances or anything like that, but man, I just love tapping into the universal energy that's always around us. Yeah. And you know what? Like if you were to ever look into any form of like, I use air quotes, as you you can't see that obviously the podcast, but air quotes, witchcraft, it's actually like all manifestation. It's so weird. Like it literally just, when you read it, you're like, oh, it's just tapping into the universal energy of earth, air, wind, and fire. Like none of it is actual dark magic. (laughs) it's so interesting um but then I remember like reading like I mean everyone's heard of the secret and I kind of didn't resonate so much with the secret I remember reading it and going yeah okay like whatevs um and then it wasn't until what did I I think there was an element of something else I watched or a YouTube video that I watched where they actually spoke about the original creators of the secret and then how it was taken from there and then elaborated on but the original people who the idea came from they their concept around it was very different so when the book was written they took out the word vibration from the whole book Mm. and I don't know about you but that's what the biggest thing when it comes to manifestation right like you've got to be really conscious of the energy that you're putting out into the universe and the vibe that you're creating absolutely it's kind of like if you are just saying positive thoughts all day long and have vision boards everywhere and all those things don't really do a thing. If the undercurrent, your vibe, your energy isn't a match for what you actually desire. And so, yeah, I remember I actually watched the movie, the secret before I read the book and there was parts of it too, where parts of it that were exciting. And then parts of it where I'm like, something's missing, something's missing. And it's actually like a big part of it too, is that, and we can talk about that on this part too. I mean, later on, if you want to, but like the the action piece as well, because part of needing to cultivate your vibration requires you to move. It's not just sitting on your couch all day, thinking happy thoughts. And then the millions fall in your lap. It's, it's us being like active participants in the creation of our life. And so that was one part, like if you bring out vibration, like then it's like, yeah, well, it's almost like, I don't have to show up a certain way. There's no responsibility on my end. As long as I cross my fingers and think good thoughts and have a vision board and then it appears we're missing a big part that actually makes it come to fruition and I think it causes a lot of frustration for people oh I totally agree and I feel like that's the biggest miscommunication is that people think that if they're working on their energy it doesn't mean that they don't take action or they're working on manifesting something 
they're not acting as if they're literally sitting there hoping and wishing and praying and that's not at all what it means it means that you it's almost like you expect that it's going to happen you know you put that order out to the universe you know that it's coming and then you start preparing you start acting as if and take action towards it and you that's where you're mm -hmm. starting to attract and call in that energy but I also uh, totally agree with you in the way that it's that undercurrent that really speaks like the universe gives you what you mean not what you say right like if you're saying like I want to have the love of my life and then underlying that is like well I'm too scared to put myself out there I don't want to be vulnerable I am you know I don't really believe that there's any good men out there and that's the meaning you're putting out to the world that's what you're going to get back not the love of your life <laughs> you agree? right right it's like the universe doesn't have assertion the universe doesn't say well what jess really wants is a happy healthy marriage the universe even if that's what we're saying if our energy is telling a different story the universe just goes like a magnet based on our vibe and that's like so important to understand when we talk law of attraction which is a big part of manifesting it's what you show up in the energy you show up in is what you get back <laughs> so yeah that undercurrent exactly like people that it's like i just want to be married but all day long they're like there's no good people there's no one to date dating sucks and and that's the feeling you're in it's like well you can't get there from there you can't you can't draw to it those are yeah. a mismatch and that's, I think that's the tricky thing though, too, because it's challenging to dwell in a vibration before you have evidence for it. If everything in your life right now is telling a different story, that's why this requires a discipline. This requires dedication, intentionality to cultivate your vibration, even when your life right now looks different, but it's like the Wayne Dyer quote where when when you believe it then you will see it it's you cultivate that belief first and then that allows it to unfold because then you're in a different vibe so true and i think that that's like yeah the biggest frustration for a lot of people because it's like well no i know that i want this like they're constantly saying like i do want this and it's almost like this desperation energy of like but i really want it i really need it and then there's this attachment to it that it has to be a certain way and we're literally putting out to the universe we don't have that right? Like it's that lack space, right? Mm -hmm. And so then we're getting more of that lack. What, what's some of the things that you help your clients with or that you share? Like, what do you do for yourself even when you notice that you're in that space and then you want to shift your vibration and shift into that place of matching that attraction? Yeah. I love that because it's like reverse law of attraction. We're repelling actually. We're using mm -hmm. the law of attraction to repel what we want because we're attracting what we don't want. And so it's so, uh, I mean, the first thing is awareness, being aware. And this might be like for someone listening, it might just occur for the first time, like, oh, that desperation, even though we like grit our teeth and we want something so bad, we think, no, I'm committed. I want it. Well, no, the energy is repelling. You can want something, but it's shifting from the feeling of wanting it versus the feeling of having it. So have that awareness of what is it that I really, really strongly desire and then turn inward and take that little honest assessment of, well, am I in the lack of it? Like, oh, I want it so bad. Therefore it's not here. Therefore I'm going to attract more of the, it's not here. Or am I in the, it's on its way. It's done. It's coming here. So that's like having that awareness allows us to then turn internally and start rewriting the story, start seeing what's actually going on. And that equips us with the ability to then just little by little have these little pivots within ourselves of shifting the vibration. And I, I always tell my clients, like, don't go from zero to a hundred, 
don't try to go from desperation to, oh, I've hundred percent got it. And I'm at peace and it's going to show up and I'm surrender and whatever, like these little I'm incremental in shifts. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> because what's the undercurrent, like you're lying to yourself and the energy yeah. of that is it can't, you can't lie to the universe about your vibe, right? It just is what it is. So that having those little incremental shifts will then over time help you continue to course correct and turn in the direction you want to go. I find what works really well for that is to really generalize what's happening, like generalize one, what you're seeing, but also what you're telling yourself about it. Because I think sometimes when we're in that headspace, we're super specific on like, but this isn't happening and I don't have it. Whereas when you can, yeah, I love it how you like take that step back and just be like, hang on, it's on its way. I've already put that out into the universe. How can I believe in the possibility that it's true? And I always find that in that instance, I try to look for evidence that it's true or it's possible for me because sometimes there's an element of fear or doubt or disbelief that it's possible to come true, right? So then I will go look for evidence in the, in the world already around me that's proving to me that's absolutely possible. So I might go, like if it's a money goal, I'll go and find somebody else that has actually achieved that money goal, right? That's in a full alignment with my values. Or if it's the love that you know the love of your life, I'll actually go and look for see happy relationships and the relationship that you want to actually enjoy, and try to get into that vibration of what they're in. Like I find that that sometimes helps is, is showing you that this is the possibility. Like one of the biggest manifestations that I feel like I hit earlier on in my business was I had that big goal. Like everyone has early entrepreneurial space where you're like I have to hit 100k. I really want to hit 100k, mm-hmm. right? And I did all the things, all the, you know, the magic check on the wall, like all of the things. I love it. Um, <laughs> Who hasn't? And- Who hasn't written the magic check to themselves? <laughs> I oh, love that. So funny. I think it's still like, I think I left it on the wall. Like I have like this mural on my wall in my office that I don't really update. I just, it's, you know how like you forget that it's even there. Now that we're talking about it, I'm like, I wonder if that check is still sitting there. <laughs> um, I probably need to update, update that. Uh, yes. <laughs> but I remember like beforehand going into a state of doubt that, you know, whether it was going to happen or not and recognizing that that was the vibration I was putting out there. So then I actually worked on that vibration, worked on my self-worth to believe that I deserve it. And really magical things started to come my way, which was a representation that the universe was proving to me that it's on its way. That's what I, that's how I took it. Mm-hmm. And I actually had a friend come and pick me up to go for a walk and on the way there she's like oh I've got some really exciting news I'm like what's that and she's like oh I won I won some money and I'm like oh that's amazing like how much like what how, what are you gonna do with it and she's like oh and I in my head thought 20,000 like for some reason that was the number that came up and she's like um a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> and I was like <laughs> and I was like so excited for her like in absolute celebration that I was like, oh, my freaking God. There was no jealousy. There was no like, oh, but what about me? There was no like none of that. It was absolute full celebration in like, wow, I'm so happy for you. And in that moment, I remember on that drive going, huh, that means it's on its way to me. Like this is the universe showing me it's already on its way. And in that energy of like knowing that I could celebrate her with no other attachment to it, I was like, oh, yeah, it's coming. And I reckon like within not even two months, it was done. Like, and I actually hadn't even realized that I I hit it. (laughs) It was so fascinating. And I remember thinking like, that's the magic of like being able to also celebrate others as welcoming it into your life. Do you also believe that? Yeah, because like the vibe behind that, like that true 
celebration, like that's ultimate abundance. Because if you're not in true celebration, because like, oh, I wanted it, it didn't come to me, that's scarcity, that's lack of belief. So that like true open celebration is really this vibe of there is so much, there's so such abundance and the universe will always provide. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I love that, that ability to go general allows us to kind of back away from what can be tripping points. Mm -hmm. You know, if we had to get too specific or we have to get like, it can only come to me in this way at this time, then you have this contrast of your friend who a hundred thousand dollars was gifted to her, you know, she won it. And it's like, oh, wait, okay, why don't I stay in my lane, do my part, which is to tend to my vibration, take care of how I'm feeling, take care of what, what, how I'm showing up and let the universe orchestrate all the magic. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise we limit ourselves, you know, we hold ourselves back if we're trying to figure out every single detail. So getting back into that space of how it feels to have it, or the, the imagination of, the celebration day or whatever it is that tends to our vibration, it allows us even more of relief because we're staying in our lane and allowing the universe to show up greater and greater for us. Cause there's no assertion. The universe yeah. isn't going to be like, Oh, what you actually mean is <laughs> yeah. and push us away to deliver the gift of a hundred thousand dollars. You know, it just yeah. is a match. Love it. One of the other biggest challenges I'd love to get your take on that I feel that I've struggled with in the past for sure, and I know that I've, I've heard a lot of other people talk about it as well, is that ability to surrender in the belief, right? So having that like non-attachment, how do you like to talk about that? Like what's, when you talk about that element of surrender, do you talk about it in a different way? How would you suggest people attempt to do that? Yeah, I love this question because it is a big sticking point. Here's what I like to explain first. Surrender is not resignation. Sometimes people hear surrender and they think it's, okay, I'm giving up. And they're like, no, I really want what I want. And so when I I like to explain, like, no, it's just you getting out of your own way. It's what is mine is meant for me. It's already coming my way. And I'm going to carry on on my path in my journey and not worry about it. Because if we're not in surrender, we're in attachment. So if we're not in this place of I'm not going to try to control what's not mine to control. I'm going to, you know, let that be. And I'm going to focus on myself, which is the only thing I can control. Then, then we're in attachment. And that kind of goes back to what I was touching on earlier, where we, when we do that, we constrict the ability of the universe to show up for us. We want to be open and receptive to all the magic that the universe has in store. And that requires us to not be attached when we are in attachment we are trying to play the role of God and we suck at being God. We really do. Or universe or higher power or source, whatever language, you know, we're not very good at that. Have we ever tried to do that in our lives? (laughs) Yes. And then when we back away and kind of let go and say, all right, I'm just focusing here. That's when the magic happens because the universe is superb at her job. And we are not superb at her job. Always will deliver, but we're the ones always stopping it, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. I always find like I was saying this to someone the other day like anytime that I'm working towards something if anything I'm taking action towards feels really hard or I feel like I'm really pushing I know that I'm in out of, I'm actually out of alignment with it I'm not an energetic match to actually welcoming it into my world and so then I actually go straight back to working on my vibration to feel good first and know that from that place is where I will actually have more 
empowering thoughts that are actually going to attract that, right? Like it's, I feel like working on your vibration first is probably the most important thing. A hundred percent. It allows things to flow. You know, that alignment piece is, is essential. Like we can hustle and grind and we can get results. Like we've all done that in our lives, but yeah, you're not a vibrational match for what you desire. Yeah. So you're going to exhaust yourself. You're going to push. And that's a lot of force, a lot of control, a lot of exhaustion. And so if you cultivate your vibration first and say, I'm committed, I, I will implement the discipline required to have alignment in my action. It does require discipline. You know, when you're on your laptop and then you feel that heavy, like upstream battle, you have to close the laptop and step away and do the work of tending to your vibration. But when you do that, although it might be a little counterintuitive at first, because we think, no, no, I got to do more, do more. Like when we do that and we're in alignment, the work that you do, the action that you take is magnified. And when you experience it firsthand, you get it. Sometimes hearing the words, it falls flat. Like how, what? That sounds a little magical. Well, I mean, it is, but try it firsthand and you'll be like, why wouldn't I always choose that? And you know, the thing to remember too, with, with surrender and aligned action, it's not like sometimes people get this visual of if I'm in surrender and if I'm focusing and prioritizing my alignment, then I'm not doing anything. Well, no, you're still, you're doing the work to tend to your vibration and you are taking massive action in your life, in your business still, but you're doing it in an aligned way while exercising this intuitive muscle so that you can be taking steps that actually move you along rather than rapid chaotic action just for the sake of action. Yes, yes, yes. And I God, I absolutely agree that with that on so many levels because you see that. It's like one of those things that people talk about. It's like, or you see though, oh, but I'm manifesting it. Oh, but you're actually, are you doing anything? Like, <laughs> please do something. And yeah, you're right. It has to be super aligned action. And I feel like I was actually having a conversation with a client about this the other day. And we've been working on it with her a lot lately is, that can all be beautiful but if you are blocked off to receiving and you're not actually allowing yourself to receive because I feel like this is a lot of struggle for a lot of women being able to openly receive Mm -hmm. do you find that with the clients that you work with that receiving is a really hard part it kind of depends it kind of depends tell me more about what you're seeing so I was talking to a client the other day and I was like, well, we can have the goal, right? And we know what we want and we can work on the vibration. We've been working on that. We've been working on her money mindset and also and getting all of that happening. And then what was really interesting is that as soon as things started to flow, she would be blocking it in some way, shape or form, right? And what we, what we actually uncovered was that she hadn't actually prepared her business to receive more. Yeah. So she went into a lot of overwhelm and doubt around like, can I handle this? Like, what am I going to do with all this? I'm busy, 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 right? Which then goes into a whole other space. Um, But it was really fascinating for me to see, like we worked on an element of receiving just in the most simplest of forms through taking compliments, being able to receive, like it was her birthday. And she said, like, usually every year I ignore the birthday is even happening because I feel really weird and awkward when people say happy birthday to me. And I'm like, people are wanting to show and shower you with love why don't you let them? And so there was this huge block that she had. And it was the same thing with blocking money, blocking clients from paying her. There were all these challenges that were coming up. And it was really fascinating that once we worked on that element of receiving, because we worked on everything else, right? There was just this one little block that was happening from a place of receiving. But once we worked on that, she was like, oh, <laughs> like it's all just happening. I don't even actually have to really do a lot. She was still taking a line of action, but it wasn't this like mass amounts of work because I think a lot of the thing with, with, especially the clients that I work with being in business is that 
we have this expectation that it's it has to be a certain way or we have to do business a certain way and people go well i haven't done all of these things but i'm like if your vibration is absolutely where it needs to be if you believe in the results that you can achieve and you believe you deserve them then they can absolutely yeah okay do too much this is so beautiful because it is such a like a number one mantra or affirmation is I allow myself to receive. We always want to be allowing more and more and more because there are these different things like, and people will all have their own specific, but it, but it comes down to like, have you made space? Like you're saying with your client actually prepared your business for more people can be resistant. Like, Oh, I see this momentum building and then start shutting it down because they don't have the tools in place to support themselves. They don't have the the team in place. They don't have whatever in place. So then instead of working there, they just push away (laughs) the increase of results. So that's on one hand, it's that way. And then another hand is touching on like that worth, like that I'm worthy and deserving now that it's not contingent upon my action. And that's the one that I see big time with my clients. I tend to draw a lot of the, the driven, the hustle and grind mentality, because that's how I always was. And understanding, oh, I'm already worthy and deserving because I am. Therefore, I can cultivate my vibration and receive and be a match for what I want because I can. And everybody can do that because they can. And we're all inherently worthy. But we have these like underlying beliefs or things like, okay, well, until I have this correct funnel set up, I can't receive more money. Or until I have this new video figured out, I can't have more clients. And all of that, it's like, you got to bring out the the bullshit button on that, or I don't know if I'm supposed to beep and edit that. <laughs> um, you know, it, yeah. it's important to what? to catch ourselves. Like, what is that belief beneath it? Because then, when we take a look at it, you get to question the the validity of it. Well, is that actually true? Is that actually true? Well, does that serve me? Does that help? Is there anything else mm. that could be true? Is there anybody else that has ever? I had a client once that she wanted a link tree in her Instagram bio. And she kept talking about it. And it was just like this hurdle for her. Um, in a, We were in a group program and, and it came down to like, do you know anybody that's successful without that? And there's like, you can put it in your bio if you want, but like, don't withhold results from yourself until you do that. Like, don't make things contingent, but we oftentimes do. And it's fascinating to get familiar with yeah. the thoughts that are going around on autoplay. Like we have so many, they're subconscious thoughts. They're not these like variable things that we're saying all day. Like, oh, Jess is wearing a pink sweater. Oh, we're on a podcast interview. It's not, those are the variable ones, but like the fixed thoughts, it's like 96% of our thoughts are the same. They're on repeat every single day. Let's start taking inventory of those, not in this hustle and grind way, not in the, oh, I have to rewrite all 96% before I can be successful. It's just getting curious about it. And, and when you notice a thought, questioning it, because Our beliefs that we have are only thoughts that we've thought a whole bunch of times over and over on repeat. And so when we can take a look at that, then we can begin to tell a new story, tell a new, have a new thought, have kind of this pattern interrupt when we catch ourselves going into the old way. I can't be successful until, you know, clap your hands, stand up out of your seat, snap your fingers and whatever you got to do to just consciously say, wait, 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 that's not what I believe anymore. What am I choosing to believe instead? Oh, I'm worthy and deserving because I am. I am, I am, I allow myself to receive because I do. And that starts to switch over that pattern of thought. And you can see how that would cultivate new beliefs, which create new vibrations that put us 
even greater in that receptive mode, allowing even more to flow to us. Mm, yes, honestly, so good. And I think that that's one of the things that people really need to get clear is that it's that's the what we talk about with regard to the undercurrent, right? Like that's the thoughts that are going on as the undercurrent that's causing the feelings, which is affecting your vibration, right? So, and they're often so autopilot that we don't even really realize that we're thinking them. So I love that, like taking inventory and really checking in and questioning them. I'm such a firm believer of that, like question, question, question. Is it even bloody true? Because most of the time it's not. It's right. It's a thought that we've had many times. Well, yeah, and, totally. And to that point, Christine, it's like, is it even true? Well, we decide what our own truth is. Like we get to decide what is true for us, but we think things are true because we've thought them so long or they've been modeled for us in a certain way. A big one, like we should just call this out, but I see this, if we go a little more general in this, the hustle and grind mentality, it's, you will see that work for some people, but it's because there's this belief of, after I've suffered, after I've struggled enough, after I've sacrificed enough, like after I do all of this, then we reach some invisible line and then, you know, poof, I allow myself to receive now, not consciously, like that's not what they're walking around thinking, but like, I can look back at patterns in my life where there was a lot of that hustle and grind. And there's this tipping point where, oh, the, the praise that you get from how much struggle and strife and the late nights and the early mornings. And it, like, that's not really the badge of honor that I want. That's one option. And I don't want to take away from anyone's journey, but like, if you have options, why would we now knowing we have options, Choose that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Choose the different badge of honor. <laughs> absolutely. And I feel like that's actually one of the cool things that I work with my clients on because it's that underlying belief system. And I've had to work through it myself as well around like, well, if like I have to work hard to earn money or to earn results. And if I don't work hard, then mm -hmm. I don't deserve it. So we're always trying to prove that we've worked hard for it, right? That's that hustle. That's that busy mentality of like, look at me, look how hard I'm working to get that appro approval or that praise to then create that space of like deserving. But deserving is not something you have to earn. Deserving is something that we are inherently born with, right? We're already worthy. We've come into this world worthy of whatever it is that we want. We don't look at a brand new baby and go, hmm, I don't think you're going to be worthy of earning the type of money or the lifestyle or the best life that you want. Mm, I don't really think that's going to be for you, right? We never think that. We just go, <laughs> we want everything for you and you deserve the world, right? So but then we're conditioned out of that throughout our whole life. But we just have to decide and come back to that place of like, you know what? Every human being is worthy of whatever it is that they want. So I'm going to start to own that for myself, that I am worthy. And I'm going to start to believe that and deserve whatever it is that I want to put into, into the universe. Right. And I think that that's one of the core things is that level of deserving that self-worth that we need to always come back to. If anything's not working, I always just come back to that self-worth. Where in my thoughts am I not believing that I'm worthy of this? and questioning that, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So I would love to know, what else do you feel that you wish people knew about manifestation? You know, when I think about manifestation, I really just wish that they understood that it, that, you know, we're, we're already doing it. And so learning about it empowers you. Mm. Learning about, it's kind of like if you were to play a game, like, do you like board games <laughs> or anything and you're playing it and you don't know the rules? Like, okay, that's fun. When you understand the rule book, like the game of life, then you can win. Yeah. And I want everybody to win. You know, I want everybody to win in this game of life. And so it's like, why wouldn't we do all we could to learn 
what's what's at hand, what's at stake here? What's at mm. what rules, what laws are governing our experience so that we can show up and play a good game? Yes, absolutely. We're always manifesting. So you may as well put it to good work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do it Amazing. intentionally, so, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. So share with us, we're going to learn more about this through your podcast. Hey. Yes. Yes. My podcast manifest your best life it is coming out and we're going to talk all things the 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 game of life right as how to manifest what you actually want the universal laws the the ways of incorporating manifestation um working through those limiting beliefs like all these things where people hear it and they're like oh that's great but then go back into limitation it's all ultimately designed to help people move from limitation into possibility. I want people living in their power and in possibility. And that's what this podcast is all about. Amazing. Well, I'll make sure that I put the link in the show notes so people can definitely check it out. And if you're listening to this and you took anything away from this episode, make sure you screenshot it and tag us in your stories as you post it on socials. We'd love to hear your takeaways. And so last little question, Jess, what's, what, what's one piece of advice that you would give someone if they're wanting to take their life to the next level? One piece of advice to remember that you are a powerful creator, that it is already possible for you. And if you can dream it up, if you can think it, if you can feel that sensation in your body, it was meant for you. So hold the vision of that as you navigate day to day. Oh, love it. Thank you so much for being here today and sharing all of your beautiful wisdom with us. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks, Christine. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.